Well, hello there, Bulls Nation. You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. The NBA trade deadline has come and gone here on Thursday, February 10th, and the Bulls roster is as it ever was. I'm guessing some of you have some thoughts about that. So let's talk about it now on a fresh Locked on Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome in to Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave Watson, at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls and hit us up on that text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Crazy (laughs) NBA trade line day, Big Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Clear, far and away winner of the NBA trade deadline is our old pal Robin Lopez, who is tweeting about whether or not Salvador Dali saw the movie Predator before he died (laughs) about 10 minutes before the NBA trade deadline passed. Never (laughs) change Robin Lopez. I love you. It was the exact little moment of silliness and peace and who cares Mm -hmm. in a day that Bulls fans are losing their freaking minds. I love you, Robin Lopez. I love you. And yes, I hope. (laughs) It's Salvador Dali saw the movie Predator. Big Dave, how are you, sir? Man, I am feeling great. I feel good. I, my skin's glowing. I feel wonderful, man. I really do. I feel great, man. I hope everybody else is feeling wonderful. Let's get into them because I feel the need for a therapy session with the Nation of Bulls fandom. Oh, first of all, we love y'all. Let's start there. We do. <laughs> I, m- most of y'all. Um, some of y'all who were driving me absolutely crazy yesterday and today. What? Oh, wake up. Somebody wake up AK. Oh, he's snapping. Everybody else is making moves and he's got to do something. If you honestly think that Arturis was not on the phone all day yesterday, today, the day before yet, stop. All right. Let's just, let's just get down to the base of this, Dave. We have heard for weeks now a few things. Billy Donovan really loves this group of guys. Mm-hmm. Arturis did a radio interview last week saying, I really love this group of guys when asked about potential trade deadline moves. Mm-hmm. We also know that they highly value Patrick Williams, who highly. they took fourth overall in a draft two years ago. Mm-hmm. And we have also repeatedly heard that they value Kobe White, especially knowing that for at least another month, they are without the services of Lonzo Ball and Alice Caruso. Yes. So when you get down to it, if they did not want to part with either of those players, you got you got the pick via Portland, and then you got a bunch of trash at the end of your bench. Mm-hmm. Bulls fans who were expecting some magical move to happen today, Big Dave and I sat here and told you, what world are you living in? <laughs> what world are you wh- living in? Yeah. I can't believe them. they didn't trade Matt Thomas, Tony Bradley, and or Troy Brown Jr., <laughs> For a valuable NBA asset. Why didn't that Grant. happen? Yeah, why didn't they get Jeremy Grant for those guys? It's insane. No, <laughs> we uh <laughs> we we told you, we we continue to sit here and say that. 
it just didn't seem like a trade was going to be the scenario the Bulls, the route the Bulls were going to take. Uh, it felt like the route was going to be the buyout. It still feels like the route is going to be the buyout for the Chicago Bulls. We'll see how that plays out and happens down the line. But I just, part of me uh, is glad that they didn't just go ahead and just make a trade for the sake of making a trade. Uh, if they felt like that, it wasn't going to behoove or, you know, better this team, you know, to do this, then I'm okay with them because I said it from the beginning, whatever AK and Mark Eversley want to do, I am completely with it. Whatever they want to do, I'm rolling with them. If some of y'all feel like you want to jump off the bandwagon because they did make a trade midseason during a season that they're third in the Eastern Conference right now and competing to be one of the top three teams in the East, you feel like they didn't make the trade to continue to do then that's cool. If you want to jump off the bandwagon, that's cool. We'll leave your seat open because we know you'll be back on because you're Bulls Nation and you'll never leave your team. You'll walk away mad, but you'll come back and show some love. But here's the thing for me, Matt. The other thing I said um, about this, that if they don't make a move and make a big move, that lets you know exactly how close Patrick Williams is to coming back to this team. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they didn't make no huge move, let me know. Patrick Williams is mad close to coming right. back and playing very soon for the Chicago Bulls because I think they're looking at it like we got all the free agents that we kind of want. They're just not here right now because they're hurt. So we want to see this team full slate about the guys that we picked that we feel can help this team elevate and, you know, go deep in the playoffs. We want to see them actually play together before we make those decisions about who we need to trade and who we need to get to upgrade this team. Which is, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Logical. It's logical. (laughs) And look, I agree, and and Casey Johnson said the same thing after the deadline passed. Mid-March, there there is a soft mid-March target for Patrick Williams to be back. He could be back the first of the three among him, Caruso, and Lonzo. By the way, Derek Jones Jr., another player that people saw as potential expiring contract piece to throw in, um, still here. And by the way, a solid front court piece for the Bulls when he comes back. Very true. Speaking of Derek Jones Jr., I want to talk about Jeremy Grant specifically, Dave, because I know it's a name that Bulls fans were obsessed with. Even sure. today on my Twitter feed, Bulls fans still thought we were getting Jeremy Grant. And I'm like, what, okay. what planet do you people live on? A few things. Jeremy Grant, good player. Right now, is he an overall more skilled player than Patrick Williams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think it's hard to debate otherwise. Sure. What do the Bulls need right now? Compared to what does Jeremy Grant offer? Compared to what does Patrick Williams offer? These people out here who, like, think of Jeremy Grant as this incredible two-way player, you know, slightly underneath the ilks of the the Kawhis and the Jimmies and the people like that, don't know what they're watching or haven't been watching. Jeremy Grant is not a great defensive player. He's not. And, And maybe if he were to come to a team like Chicago, they would ask more of him defensively because they've got the offense covered. That would, A, upset Jeremy Grant, and B, not give the Bulls what they need right now, which is defense. What does Patrick Williams give you? Defense. <laughs> also, the other thing about Jeremy Grant, making over $20 million in his salary this season. You throw in Derrick Jones Jr.'s expiring, right? Then you give them Kobe White if they wanted him. No, what they wanted was Patrick Williams. So let's just say, let's just say that the Bulls are – okay, we'll give you Patrick Williams. We'll throw in Derek Jones Jr. Mm -hmm. Even still, with Jones and P-Dub's contract, there would be a big enough divide compared to Jeremy Grant's salary that the Bulls would go from being under the tax line 
to above the tax line. You think Jerry's doing that for a team that, whether or not they made a move today, is probably not winning the championship this season? Don't think it's going to happen. And Jeremy Grant, Wake I believe up, Detroit, Detroit's asking price definitely got out of hand as well for what they wanted for Jeremy Grant. When teams saw that early on, they were like, no, we good. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll be all right. And Detroit also, they Detroit knew they were playing kind of with house money because even if it didn't go down, they still got him under contract for another year, you know, and so they can operate and do stuff about that in the next year. So the fact that their asking price was so high, that's why teams were looking like, uh, we can get him when he decides to leave, <laughs> like next year. Like, we can do it that way. So unless you might want to get something now or you might want to wait till next year. They're deciding to wait till next year which is their prerogative, and it's fine. But I am completely okay not giving up Patrick Williams. I don't know how many times I've said that here, Matt. Like, I'm, honestly, I don't know how many times I continue to tell Bulls they we're not trading Patrick Williams. He is not being traded. It is their first pick ever at this new regime. You're not going to trade him. And if you're going to trade him, it won't be for Jeremy Grant. It's going to be for an elite NBA basketball player because that's how you have to look at it. it like it, I liken it kind of to Luol Deng when when Luol Deng was the piece that the Bulls kind of didn't want to give up. And it's the piece that the Lakers, you know, what I'm saying really wanted, And it's the piece that Kobe wanted you know, what I'm saying to actually right. come here. Like it was the high pick for them. Not saying that that Luol Deng is this world beater. This all this and that. I'm just saying what his value was at that time. That's kind of how they're valuing Patrick Williams, because he's their first pick ever. And they haven't really seen him develop yet. There's still a development going on with Patrick Williams. You can't trade him before you've seen it grow yet. That would be like letting go of Giannis. Not saying he's Giannis, but that would be like letting go of Giannis before he got to that development. And you knew what he was. And you say, okay, all right, I know what he is. I'm going to roll with him or I'm going to trade him. Yeah, you got to let him grow first. And then once you see it, then you can make that decision. But not for Jeremy Grant. I see people in the YouTube comments coming at me like, oh, clearly you don't watch Jeremy Grant. You don't know Jeremy Grant. He's a great defender. He's a solid defender. Do me a favor. Go look at the piston splits defensively with Jeremy Grant on and off the floor this season and then come back at me again, maybe with an apology. <laughs> freaking people. These freaking it's people, It's going to be one of them days, baby. Oh, I love it. Come uh, on, man. Big Dave, we got lots more to talk about um, yeah. with, with more deals that didn't go down for the Bulls and then some that did around the East. Before that, tell the people about Bet Online. Oh, why don't I? Because it's that time, Matt. The big game is here. Who you got? You got the Rams. Who you got? You got the Bengals. You got Matt Stafford. You got Joe Smooth. You got Aaron Donald. You got Chase, Jamar Chase over there. It's going to be an awesome, awesome game. And what makes it more fun is you can get in on the action. And the only way to do that is with Bet Online because they got you covered this season and for the big game with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. It remains your best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football, y'all. Bet Online has up to the minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real time updates of current games. Do this and don't wait. Take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online. It's where the game starts. Ah, see the shoulders. Ah, ah, sports. 
All right. Um, another move that maybe had the eyes and interest of some Bulls fans who are who were clamoring for front court depth. Jakob Pertl over there in San Antonio, right? Um, did you speaking of the asking price the Pistons have for Jeremy Grant? Did you see the asking price that the Spurs had for Jakob Pertl? There was that one tweet. I think it was Michael Scotto that that maybe they were talking with Charlotte. And, and that they're like San Antonio was asking for a first round pick and PJ Washington and another player uh, who I can't readily recall, but like really for a guy who would come to Chicago and be your backup. Now you can make the argument that across 30 NBA teams, Jakob Pertl is a starting caliber player for, for, mm-hmm. for some of those NBA teams yeah. wouldn't be starting for Chicago. Absolutely not. So you're talking about giving up all of that kind of assets, draft capital, young talent, to get a player who's coming here to be a bench big who mm-hmm. wouldn't even be on the floor late in games, late in playoff mm-hmm. games, mm-hmm. when you know Billy's going small and Caruso's out there and Lonzo's out there and Zach and Demar are out there and Vooch is out there. Yeah. It felt like Jakob Pertl, the move is for a team that's looking for somebody to start, you know, like looking for somebody to be that five in their starting lineup. I'm good at center. You know what I'm saying? I got Vooch. Like, regardless of what y'all think of Vooch, he's he's better than Jakob Pertl. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Has, has Jakob Pertl been an all-star? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Dave, the potential. It could be something. All right. Well, potential gets you on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Assuredness gets you in the starting five. And, and that's what Vooch is. You know what I mean? Like, that's Nikola Vucevic, y'all. Like, for real. Let's Let's be clear about that. So bringing, spending all of that capital to bring in somebody who's going to come off your bench, and Matt, you correctly pointed out, in that fourth quarter, might not even see the floor uh, because of how Billy Donovan likes to run his lineups. Because remember, a lot of those times, Vooch wasn't even on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Until, like, three minutes or something to go. You know what I'm saying? They, he, would, he would be out there. Like, just remember that as well. Like, he likes those small lineups, and that's how, kind of how it rolls like that uh, with Billy Donovan. So he's not going to run two bigs, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, out there on the floor. In the fourth quarter, that's not going to be the case. But man, Matt, Jakob Pertl is deserves a chance to start in this league, in my opinion, because he's a skilled big man. He's very good at what he does. And their asking price is for a guy who's going to start. That's what it is. You look at it, you're like, mm, no, nah, you're giving that up if you're bringing in somebody who, who's going to start on your team and mm-hmm. be a piece for your team. Right. Not a, not a, not a, a seventh guy. You know, because he's not even going to be a six when the Bulls are fully healthy. He's not the sixth man off the bench. You know what I'm saying? He would be probably the seventh guy because Ayo is going to be your sixth man. You know, Kobe mm-hmm. White is going to be your sixth man. Or Caruso is going to be your sixth man. Please remember right. them names. I'm saying that because when the Bulls fully healthy, I'm pretty stacked. I'm just letting you know right, right there. But, yeah, man, like, Jakob Pertl's good. He's not Vooch. He would be on the bench. You're not giving up all that for a guy coming off the bench. The, the one – area where I can find some common ground with Bulls fans who are upset today about no moves is some of the other fringe moves you saw other teams making. Like I see people Mm. in the comments talking about Trez, you know, uh, getting traded by Washington. I know you, you were, you know, you had an eye on him specifically big Dave and some of those other moves, but guess what? Ish Ish Smith. You know what Ish Smith is? He's more useful than Troy Brown jr. And Mm. Matt Thomas. And Tony Bradley. Again, even in the fringe, just get some front court depth guy in a low key trade. Even those trades require both teams to be happy with the trade that is taking place. And that's what I was saying earlier. Whether it was the swing big trade like Jeremy Grant 
like a medium trade like Jakob Pertl or even the fringe stuff, the Bulls, knowing that they weren't trading Pat, they weren't trading Kobe, didn't really have a lot to offer even in those fringe trades. Mm-hmm. Like people say, like, man, it's like, you know, getting these players for nothing or or like uh, the uh, Smith and Tory Craig trade that went down between, uh, you know, Indiana and Houston. Yeah. Jalen Smith and Tory Craig. Like, yeah, that's like a good young player for a, for a good young player. Like yeah. there's the, the Bulls, these Bulls fans who watch these bench minutes from guys like Bradley and Thomas and Brown and, and demand to turn <laughs> shit into gold. Open your eyes. Yeah, that's not how it works. It's if if you guys can see that they're not good, that means the rest of the league can see that they're not that good. Well, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm eating bonbons on my couch, but I I I can out trick NBA executives. I can trick them into taking this garbage to the trade machine. <laughs> you know, the trade machine told me I could do this. <laughs> like, of course, I could get Luca here for that. You know. But I'm I'm not gonna pick at y'all too bad. <laughs> I'm gonna pick at it too bad, man. But yeah, man, like it's just hard to get all of that. Of course, it can happen. You know, it's a rarity that those things can happen. But it's just very hard to get that. Like, think, look at the names that were traded. You know what I'm saying? Like, just look at the names of the guys that were traded. Like you said, even Montrez Ish Smith, man. You know, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? I love some Ish Smith. But that's a name. You know what I mean? That's a guy who can provide immediate things for a basketball team. I mean, that's just what it is. Like, you, you're looking at the guy. Even the uh, uh, Porzingis, even if you're trading for the Porzingis trade, man, you're trading for Spencer Dinwiddie. Again, mm-hmm. that's a name. You know, those are names, actual names right there. You're not getting that. <laughs> you're packaging up mild sauce, wheat bread, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and, and some cheese, bro. Like, you, you're just not getting that. You, you, it's not how that works. So, but, I'm again, guys, I can't stress it enough. Trust in AKME, all right? They have not steered us wrong yet. They obviously see that and they want to roll with what they have. Just trust them, all right? They right. provided you with the best season you've had in four years. Just right. you got to roll with them, man. You have and, to. And look, some people might be out there saying, well, you know, why are you so staunchly defending the front office today for not making any moves while also saying, well, yeah, they can't trade these guys because these guys have no trade value and they are the front office who brought them here. Tony Bradley, Troy Brown Jr., and Matt Thomas are here because this Bulls front office brought them here. That's Correct. fair. You, you know what else is true? Is that those are guys 13 through 15 Correct. in the rotation Correct. when this team is healthy. Correct. These are guys who will not see the floor when the playoffs hit. <laughs> that's, that's what that is. And because everybody's injured, that's why you're getting a good look at them. It's because everybody got injured. Why do you think Malcolm Hill is here? Malcolm Hill was not in the plans <laughs> to come to this team. This is not a thing that was going to happen. But guess what? Everybody got hurt. So they said, you know what? Let's get this dude in here on a 10-day. Why do you think Alfonso McKinney is here? That wasn't in the plans to get Alfonso McKinney here. COVID slapped him across the face. And they needed somebody to come help. Well, there you go. You got a guy like that. Yeah, guys, like the guys we're naming aren't guys that are going to be big for you when we hit them playoffs. Like they might, they, they might have a suit on or they might have the warmups on, but whatever they have on, that's what they're going to have on because it won't be a jersey. It won't be getting taken off to get into the basketball game unless there's like a 40 point game going on or something like that. But yeah, man, this, this is what it is. These are guys, Matt, that we know will be like going to see the floor during a blowout, right? 
that's that's what the plan was. Like that's when these guys are going to get that time, or when somebody just needs a breather. Now they're playing the heavy minutes because of the injuries that have gone up. Because you know when COVID was going down and things like that. Now they're seeing the minutes, and again, we just got to hold it down until we get some of these guys back. You know, let's see what it looks like when we get these guys back. Let's start with Io. Let's let's make baby steps. Let's start right. with getting Io back here. You right. know what I'm saying? In, in the rotation and roll with that. Let's see that first. Just again, remind yourselves uh where this team was even less than two years ago. All-star weekend, Chicago 2020. Oh. Zach Levine's on a panel with some talking heads. And a bunch of Bulls fans, NBA fans in the background. Hey, maybe some of you listening were there, are audibly chanting fireguard packs. <laughs> On national yeah. television. Yes, they were. And Zach is there as a contestant in the three-point contest, not yet an all-star. Jimmy, you know who, is running things, and the Bulls are the laughing stock of the NBA. Yeah. Despite all of yeah. the injuries, despite all of these injuries, the Bulls have, for the first two-thirds of the season, in a very competitive Eastern Conference, been the top seed or very near the top seed. And y'all are out there talking today like the world is over. Ooh, ooh, now, ooh, 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 but Matt, but Matt, yeah. Matt, 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 not mm-hmm. just the top C, Matt. They were the top C without a full team. They were doing it when they still weren't healthy. Still on top. Continue. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, we 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 also need to talk about speaking of the stacked Easter Conference. A couple of thoughts on the the teams that did make moves, and maybe we also will get to some uh, some buyout candidate thoughts if we have time. But before that, we got to talk to you guys about a little thing called Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insight as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is possibility powered by Shopify. So here's what you do. Go to shopify.com slash NBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash NBA right now. That's shopify.com slash NBA. Oh, but guys, you know what it's time for. I know you're hungry. I know you're saying, man, this trade deadline's got me stressed. I forgot to eat. Let me help you out. Along with this medicine that we're also giving you, along with this therapy session, we want to feed you as well. So let me give you something that's 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein, and is covered in 100% real chocolate built bar. Get you one because they're delicious. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. They got all these wonderful flavors. And Matt Peck, can you please tell them the flavor of the month, please? Banana cream pie. Chocolate is what it's covered in. Built.com is where you go. Locked 15 is the code you use. 15% off your order is what you're going to get. Locked 15, 15% off your order at Built.com. Built Bar. 
enjoy life. Mm. All right, rolling along here Thursday afternoon. NBA trade line, trade deadline has come and gone, and the Bulls mm-hmm. are still the Bulls. Um, Big Dave, the big one. We weren't sure whether or not it was going to happen. James Harden mm-hmm. and Ben Simmons. It happened. Your initial thoughts on who got the better of this trade? Whoo, that is a great question. Because <sighs> both sides, I mean, you see the positivity in both sides. But I'm going to go, I'm honestly, Matt, I'm going to go with the Nets. I, I thought that Ben Simmons was a good fit for this team. Because you saw what they were lacking, and it was definitely defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was definitely a point guard that would be there constantly on the floor. Even with Kyrie there, he's the two. He wasn't the point guard. So they definitely didn't have that guy to run a team for them like that. And Patty Mills, he just wants you know to shoot that rock, and he does it very, very well. Joe Harris, he's also a shooter. So they didn't have that real point guard like that. Enter Ben Simmons, who can run the point, not only do that, but get everybody involved because he could definitely pass the ball. He mm-hmm. can also get those rebounds also, okay? But what he does on the other end of the floor defensively for this team is going to pay colossal dividends, Matt. No longer does Kevin Durant have to guard the primary best player on the other team. Now you can put that on Ben Simmons and have that dude lurking on your second best, and they're both seven feet tall pretty much? That's terrifying, all right? That's a problem, man. But mm-hmm. even on the offensive end, people forget. I'll talk about his shooting and all that other stuff. This dude is still like 17, 7, and 7. You know right. what I mean? Like, that's that's incredible. This is still an all-NBA, an all-defensive player like that. This is what he does. So, And plus, getting Seth Curry with that mm-hmm. also completely really helps that team, man. So I like what they got, man, and two first-round picks. <laughs> like, that's it's a sweet deal, I thought, for the Nets. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Nets win this. Um, Daryl Morey clearly was desperate to finally deal with the Simmons situation and good for him. He got his guy, James Harden, who Daryl Morey, I think is secretly in love with, like (laughs) in love with, in love with. But here's the thing to me, you know what Brooklyn has a guy who's been the best player on a team that won the NBA championship twice Mm. and Kevin Durant. Mm. Mm. I completely agree with your thoughts on adding Simmons and what he does for them defensively. Cause what did Brooklyn need? help defensively that team can score points on points on points but they needed help defensively Simmons gives them a lot of that and then over there in in Philly Maury gives up a whole bunch of draft capital and another quality player like Seth Curry like Andre Drummond whatever whatever but Seth Curry man and him spacing the floor you got Seth and Patty Mills bombing threes over there now but James Harden has not been the best player on a championship winning team ever in his supposedly illustrious career. He's never Mm. even been the best player on a team that makes it to the NBA finals. Mm. And Embiid is having this amazing MVP kind of season. And people are saying, you can't waste this. You can't waste this Embiid season. You got to go for it, Philly. You got to go for it. If Simmons is out, get somebody to help Embiid chase that title. Mm -hmm. I think Harden's arrival, if like, maybe it works. Maybe it works and Harden and Embiid and, and pick a roll and pick a pop and all that. And it's or maybe Harden's arrival ruins Embiid and all the wonderful things he's doing. Because you know what? Harden has a tendency to do wherever he goes, ruin What's things. That is the <laughs> MO of James Harden. Amazing player, MVP, season, you know, scoring leader, all these. Mm-hmm. He is a he is he is a shit show wherever he goes, man. Mm. 
Oh man, I just saw somebody saying uh uh Ben Simmons is not a point guard. You, you might want to go check that. <laughs> like it's, it's really what he was playing in Philly, dog. Like seriously. And the fact that he's tall means he can it doesn't matter if he's running the 3 or the 4 or whatever he's running. When they're bringing the ball up, guess who's bringing it up? <laughs> it's going to be Ben Simmons. Like he's the one. That's the point guard. That's what it is. He's the one. Um and also see Matt they were saying uh AK is also uh on the live stream here talking yeah. telling Bulls fans to chill <laughs> telling Bulls fans to relax only Calm make him more down. angry don't oh. tell us that we're waiting to get guys back we don't want to hear here, that it's a quote that they have from you that we like this group we're waiting on guys to get back from injuries huh <laughs> huh Who's, Look, I don't, what <laughs> you 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 tread water you try you try and stay in that picture for at least home court in the first round, which as of right now they are still doing to their credit mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. playing fucking Matt Thomas as many minutes as they played him. <laughs> and here's the thing: getting those guys back. I know Bulls fans don't want to hear it. They're like, that doesn't count as making moves. You're right; it doesn't count. It's just something different, and it's getting guys back because not only are we talking about P. Will coming back, and yes, he's a second year player. And he's not going to save everything by himself, but he right. will bring defense that this team sorely needs. Gordon. And going back to that that core unit that we've talked about of the Bulls closing games, Lonzo Caruso, Zach, Demar, and Vooch, those five, it's been limited this season because of injuries and COVID. They've only appeared in, I want to say, like 12 games together or something like that, and 96 minutes spanning those 12 games. You know what their net rating is, those five together on the floor? Plus 12 and a half. Plus 12 and a half. That's good. That's good. That's good. So I don't want to hear any Bulls fan bitching and moaning at AKs. Don't tell us you like our guys and we're just waiting to get guys. Yeah, because the roster he assembled when the pieces are there turns out is pretty freaking good. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty freaking good, guys. And here's another thing I heard from people like, I mean, look at all these other trades like Milwaukee, uh, Miami, uh, Philly. You know, the Nets, oh, my God, they just got so I'm trying to what, – what trade would you thought the Bulls were going to make that you would be like, you know what, we're better than those four teams right now? What what trade did you see coming that you were like, you know what, we got them. We're better than them four. Would that, you know what that means if you're better than them four? You're going to the finals. That's what that means. Who are you about to trade for to get you to the finals? Who are you trading Matt Thomas to get Kevin Durant? Are we are we doing this? Is this about to happen? Let me know. I know he Maddie Legend, but come on now. I don't think that's going down. Guys, roll with what we got, man. Have you not had fun this season? Have you not enjoyed this? I know I have. When the last time you saw a four-game winning streak? I could tell you it's been four years. When the last time you saw them having all two all-stars on the same team one time? I could tell you it's been about five years. It's been a long time since we've had this stuff. And there's a process to it. You don't just go from that to the championship. And if you do, it's very rare. And if you do do that, I'm telling you, the players you got on your team are unworldly guys that you got on your squad if you're doing it like that. you A lot of people didn't think DeMar DeRozan was that guy. A lot of people didn't think that Zach Levine was worth that max. A lot of people now hate Nikola Vucevic and didn't think that was going down. A lot of people thought Io was going to the G League. A lot of people didn't believe in Lonzo Ball doing it. There was a bunch of doubt that they had to get through and destroy and take down. And now that we're here in top three, 
people looking at him like, well, why aren't you better? Go, go ahead and be better and do that now. Come on, y'all. Enjoy right. what you got in your face, man. Go enjoy the game. Bulls fans are mad that they aren't already in the finals in mid-February. <laughs> like, come on, man. Come on, bro. Uh, like, enjoy. Here's, here's another interesting tidbit from AK in the Zoom uh, press conference. When the dust settles, we're going to look at some things. What does that mean? means buyout market. So real yeah. quick, Dave, before we get out of here, um, I, 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 we already talked about Tristan Thompson, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and the Pacers maybe not keeping him after that uh, trade. Sacramento, yeah. I, we don't need to talk about Thompson anymore. Maybe that's a sure. name that's out there. I don't necessarily want the Bulls to have an eye sure. on that name. However, I've also heard that the Pacers may not necessarily keep Jalen Smith in that trade mm-hmm. that went down with him and Torrey Craig. I would not mind if Jalen Smith is suddenly becomes available. The Bulls taking a look at him. Uh, another name that I saw just a few minutes ago after we started uh, is that the Raptors are letting go of Eubanks. Maybe another potential option there. Buyout market, it's not mm-hmm. going to be flush, but there will be some options. What are your thoughts on that for the Bulls? <clears throat> I mean, well, Matt, like we thought that that's where they would find the guys that we wanted. You would say it's a guy with size. You're saying buyout market for two weeks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we kept saying. All right, we got that one of the the guy with, that's a veteran, a guy you know that's not going to cost you a lot, who come in and immediately help your team as far as like toughness, defense, goondom, all those things that the Bulls are kind of lacking. So yeah, I think it's I think they're going to have uh, some good guys to pick from to fit what the Bulls kind of need right now. And I know I even threw out Thad Young to you, and you were like, "There's no way, there's no way that the Raptors who did get moved today, but he, yeah, he did get moved, and and it it brought that hope, you know what I mean? But it was just the fact I was looking at the Raptors team, like they, I mean, they got like an eighty-piece wing dinner, you know, it's like a ton of wings on their team. I don't, I didn't see where he would would fit in, but you know, his presence, they might just hold on to him. We'll see how that works out. We'll see if Thad even asked for a buyout or something like that. We'll. We'll see how that works out uh, going down the road, man. But for me, it's still exciting things happening because of those names that you mentioned because we still can potentially add something that can improve this team. You know what I'm saying? From the things that they're lacking, rebounding, defensive pressure, veteran leadership, uh, higher basketball IQ. You know what I'm saying? Not seeing certain people on the floor anymore. I don't even want to say their names anymore. (laughs) But it's not seeing certain guys on the floor anymore. So we'll see how that how that works out, Matt. Um, because buyouts are coming, guys. Buyouts are coming. Stay tuned. I just for all of you out there who are still, even after Dave and I have explained this to you in the comments, saying no excuses, should have made a trade, should have made a a trade for a you know solid power forward. Um, you, you've got you've got some gunk in your ears. You might want to <laughs> find yourself a Q-tip or two. Look at what the market was. Look at where the Bulls are. Yeah. And again, ask yourself what you really expected to happen today. And if you can't see the forest for the trees, that's on you. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I've just been sitting here with a shit-eating grin on my face all day watching Bulls fans freak out because they, they thought some, you know, unicorn riding over a rainbow was coming to save the day. And and, and it got worse and worse and worse for those poor Bulls fans as they saw other teams making deals. Oh, yeah. Bucks got Ibaka. Oh, you know, the, oh, the Sixers Nets trade happened, went down. Cavs got Levert a couple days ago. What are we doing? Why are we getting better? <laughs> because the context showed you 
that that wasn't going to happen if you pay yeah. attention to the context. Yeah. Just pay attention, guys. And enjoy. I can't say that enough. Enjoy the season we're having because we ain't had it in so long. I don't know about y'all, man, but I've been starving. Y'all came out the desert and was like, I don't know. I'm I'm vegan. I don't think I can eat this steak. Like, no. <laughs> Like, no, bro. Like, no, that's not how that works. Time to eat. It's been four years. You've been starving, man. Eat the food. Enjoy it. It's an incredible uh, meal. Thank are you. these are these wins organically grown, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Let me let me let me cough this dust out of my throat because I've been in the <laughs> desert for four years. <laughs> Drink God. the water, Bulls fans. Drink the water. Or you know, hold out and and wait for the Dom Perignon and see how that treats you. <laughs> Look, it's all it's all about relativity and context. Were the Bulls going to go from being a competitive but probably not quite ready to compete for a championship team to a championship comp- competing or leading favorite in the East today? No, that was not in the cards. And if no. you didn't see that, that wasn't the cards. Again, that's on you. But we look forward. The Bulls have four very winnable games all at home between now and that all-star break. And then once we come back for that all-star break, we got some tough games on the slate. But that also means we get closer and closer to getting this roster fully healthy. There you go, Matt. You hear him? That right there. That. Every day, Bulls fans, we get closer. We love y'all, man. We love y'all. Come on, baby. Get this hug. Come Some on, of y'all. Hug. Some of y'all can log <laughs> off of Twitter for the rest of today and leave me alone in my mentions. Uh, <laughs> but, hey, our text and voicemail line's there for you if you want to keep bitching about it. 331-979-1369 is that number. I am at Bulls underscore Peck on Twitter. Fair warning, I have muted some people today. He is at Bow B-A-W-L Sports. Bow! I muted we, nobody. He, he will never <laughs> mute anybody. He's too kind. We are at Locked on Bulls. That's it. Enjoy the rest of your week, your weekend. Bulls got a back-to-back Friday, Saturday. We'll be back next week with a fresh dose of episodes for y'all Bulls Nation. See Red be good. Peace out. Love y'all.